0: For those of you tuning in um we kicked Michael off the group no I'm just sorry no no <laughs> that's no that's no, no. not true no Michael's <laughs> just not here for today's session because he's doing some stuff I'm not gonna put all his business out there and he might post about what he's doing on social media so you know he follow might, him on Instagram we'll or whatever him, so we'll let him do that right exactly <laughs> so he will be back so but it's just us so um just like we have very few pictures together, although it's grown over the years, because at one it point, has. like kind of like the joke was like, we had no pictures together, but um, that's not true anymore so much, but we don't, get as, we don't get as much time to talk, just the two of us. I know. Yeah, so like- um... The last time
1: this happened. <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> 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 hmm, hmm, hmm.
1: Can't speak on that, but- <laughs> No, we
0: can't. And it took me a millisecond, but yeah, no, no, we can't. Though so that would be, that's a story. That's a story for a time when- And for yeah. those of
1: you listening, don't assume we slept together. Yeah, no,
0: like, oh, yeah, know, yeah that's yeah, usually please. the
1: first thing people think about. Oh, yo, oh, they don't want to talk.
0: No. Yeah, I know I coached um, uh, a fit. I, I actually coach a lot of fitness models, but I, I, I publicly was shouted out by one not long ago. And it really tripped me out how so many people are like, oh, y'all fuck. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? because like, y'all just be realize saying shit. I'm a legit vocal coach. Like I really be coaching people And a was well, for one. I wouldn't even do that because I don't do that with clients, but B um, I'm pretty sure he's straight, <laughs> you know what I'm right. and, but, but it's funny how people, I think that's, I don't know. I think that's like, I don't know. Our community is kind of, I hate to say our community. Cause I feel like we're, we're not monolithic, you know, it's, and I feel like the three of us particularly are very different as a group, we're different and also individually amongst ourselves, we're very different. Givers, yeah. but, but I hate that in the gay black community around our age bracket, there's this kind of idea that everybody who's attractive has to have slept with each other. And sometimes you do because you've grown, but there's still people who believe that I've been with you and Michael, no matter what I say. Yeah. Like, people I know in real life, they're like, okay, so you never been with Michael? you never even seen him naked? It's like, never. And they're like, okay, sure. I'm like, so you and Demarcus never? No okay, like, don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Like, I, like, no, like, just no, like, that's like saying that I sleep with my brother. Like, no, I didn't just know. So like, have you seen his pictures on on Twitter? Like, I'm not saying that he's unattractive, but I'm not attracted to him. Like, I, it's that's, just like a thing. People I don't, don't think
1: they it, don't put that, they don't know how to separate the two.
0: Like, they, I don't know why they, I was like, you can't, if that was the case, I'd be sleeping with like people around the clock. Like I would mm-hmm. never, like you can't that seems that's like because a, a lot, lot of system. them are <laughs> <laughs> whoops, didn't mean to put your business out there, <laughs> yeah, uh, one thing it's funny, we started off this series like with the patreon kind of one of our early episodes was us talking about uh, OnlyFans. and um mm. and just to be clear, because last time I was kind of making jokes at some people's expense, um, everybody deserves whatever. Um, I think all bodies are beautiful and whatever. I don't have like a specific kind of type or whatever. But what is fascinating to me is that when I scroll through more and more people who I knew as like just regular people, quote unquote, as far as just having like a day job at an office or whatever, more and more people are doing OnlyFans. To the point where it was shocking and now I'm starting to get kind of numb to it a little bit like, okay, you got OnlyFans. You got OnlyFans. And, oh, <laughs> that's what his dick looks like. Okay, <laughs> right, right. All right. Like there we go. So uh, I, I can't tell if I think it's a good thing or not. On the one hand, I think I consider myself to be a sex positive person. And that I do think that we have a Judeo-Christian fear of pleasure, and mm. part of whiteness was suppression and repression and being constrained. Part of the right. invention of whiteness. Because um, that that's something that was created. It's not. It's not like in the Bible or something. You know. So um, <laughs> not the best measuring stick, but it was the our ability to restrain ourselves. And I feel like because white people, you know, at, at the the early stages of this country, they kind of looked at Native Americans and Africans and kind of thought like, oh. Look at how they enjoy food and enjoy sex and how they mm-hmm. dance and like, not us though. We can control ourselves. We can control our, our primal urges. And so that's part of what they, and it was kind of a cage of their own making that they grew to resent. Yep. Um, so the one thing, the one thing that I agree with Nick Cannon about in his rant, the one and only thing is that I do think there's sometimes some jealousy because we have a freedom. Like, I think they do have a jealousy of the way we sing, the way we can move, the way we can do. Um, whatever, but all that long with the last way to say, before I lose my point, part of that was this fear of like enjoyment of stuff, including our bodies and like this villainization of sexuality in general, like non, not even homosexual, just generally yeah, sexuality. Yeah. So part of me is like, I'm glad people are embracing the fact that they have bodies and like, you know, we, I, not all of us have sexual urges because there are asexual people, but the majority of us have sexual urges and, um. And we all do it and we all be looking at it or whatever, in some form or whatever, you may not Absolutely. have an OnlyFans account or whatever, but you, you know, you're a sexual being. And so I kind of am, am happy about that. But on the other hand, I don't know. It just, I'm not used to it. There are so many people that, I, that I've known for years and I'm like, wow, so now, like I've known you as my client, you're a singer. And you're like it's like my album just got released and also here's me getting fucked and it's just it's just messing with me a little bit so it's just I'm just I'm just not ready have you do you know what I'm talking about is it has it been is it just me or is it have you experienced anything
1: similar it's not just you I think for myself the way I view it or I think the way it's happened well first of all this pandemic is doing lots of things to lots of people you know and some people utterly you know they just they can't help but creating OnlyFans because they don't have a job, like literally, that like, the, and, it, and it and it kind of sucks because I feel like I'm one of the people who feel as though sex work should just be made legal. I feel you. I'm saying, I just, yeah. I just I'm think saying. that because we already have platforms for it in so many regards, mm-hmm. just go ahead and just make it legal and let people kind of do what they want, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but it goes back to because they're gonna you said. do it
0: anyway. Yeah,
1: exactly. It, why not institute gonna,
0: protections and like right? And also, some of y'all can. I'm sure there's a way that they'll find a way to make money off of it from from the little mm-hmm. guy anyway. So oh yeah, do it. That's
1: on. that's why I just feel like it's not gonna happen yet. But mm-hmm. at some point it will because they're gonna somebody's gonna figure out how to make money off of it. Just like mm-hmm. when you know with the whole weed spill, oh we can't let this drug take over our country and blah 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 blah. And now they see how Colorado is. Banking right now, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "Well, maybe we, you know, <laughs> let's let's kind of consider it into Denver." And he
0: felt like he was, he was like, "It's like friggin' utopia out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Everybody's yeah. happy. Like, everybody's <laughs> chill. <laughs> everybody's chill. It's the same in California. Like everybody goes out there and they just, you just don't really feel like." there's tension in the air, so to speak. I think that's um, even,
0: even the fear of weed, I think it's tied to that fear of pleasure. Mm-hmm. I think coming from it a is. Judeo-Christian um, background for a long time, it was like, oh, marijuana, the wanton debauchery of it, like, you know, clutching mm-hmm. my, my pearls. Pearls. Like, I think that was <laughs> that, that pure, that, like, oh, no, you know, you hi. And it's like, it's that, it's that, I think we're really brainwashed as a culture. Like, Americans are weird. We obsess over pleasure and like, And sex and stuff but at the same time we are also terrified of it and it's like Mm -hmm. the thing people have written books about i'm not saying anything new but it's just kind of crazy because the weed thing i'm like just let it happen
1: y'all like right because it's it's gonna happen any anyway
0: it's happening like it's happening right right (laughs) Right. it is it's here like just get just get on board like right
1: here because they did the same thing with alcohol it was prohibited and you know, they took it away and people still found a way to drink the shit. Yeah, so yeah, you might as well yeah. just let go. Let go and let God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to choke down the
0: urge to, to start to
1: <laughs> But I get it because some people are like, Well, where are the limitations? Then, you know, like if we just let everybody do everything, I'm like, okay, well, you have to pick your battles, okay? Like stuff like weed.
0: Because we're fucking adults, and we can take sex. things on a case by case basis, and we have the ability to look at each thing individually. Right. You no, know? like I hate when people are like, "Well, if there's if there's sex work, then they're going to just start having pedophilia rings be legal." Right. What?
1: That that's not like, even what.
0: what? That's no. not
1: even remotely. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's that's a really big jump. Like that. <laughs> right.
0: Like, no, <laughs> what? Like that's where like that kind of crazy absolutist. Like in those straw man arguments, I'm like, that's just ridiculous. Like, no, mm-hmm. we allow we allow men to marry women, but we don't say you can marry little girls. So by that right. logic, you know. So no, we know that there is a limit, you know. Right. So like, we know we know there's a like I used to hate. I know Michael used to hate this, or probably still does. But I mean, he used to talk about this. How people would say, well, if we let men marry men and women marry women, we're gonna let people marry a shoe. <sighs>
1: Because that makes sense <laughs> because because a shoe and another human are so I feel like rel- that Beyonce meme with yeah. the like the trigonometry
0: and like like trying to figure <laughs> right, out like, right,
1: right. character
0: three. yeah Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like that's don't Ooh. don't see the logic in yes. that. But OK, Just go off then, I guess. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I Let hate that argument.
1: You,
0: as we're gearing up for possibly another hunkering down of COVID fun time. Like, how, what do you, how do you feel? And do you have plans for the holidays? Like, what are you gonna do? Like, I'll tell you this right quick. My dad actually told me, don't visit. Not because I don't want you to come, but he got sick. I'm not gonna talk about some other podcasts, but he got sick visiting family. Um, mm. And he realized he's not about to die and he's not any faster than the rest of us. He's okay, but he's got, he's having certain issues. Um, because of like, not, not nagging things, but because of, and I'm sharing this, I hope he's not bothered by this, but I'm sharing this because I think people need to know it is real and um, yeah. especially for people, he's he's older, he's in his late seventies and he's um, a cancer survivor and other stuff. So he's he's not, um, you know, is, he's in that bracket that's most susceptible and he got it from younger people who right. like, oh, we're good because we're fine. It's like, yeah, yeah you are fine. But, so all that along with it, I swear to say, I'm not going home for the holidays. It's kind of fucking with me. But what's going on with with, with
1: you? So I have been thinking about it, and honestly, I've been thinking about a lot of stuff for the holidays season because there's just so much I do during the holidays, mm-hmm. um, even just outside of you know seeing my family. And so I've been considering like, what now? So I don't actually, I want to, but I don't plan on going home um, just because I know flu season. Mm-hmm. is upon us and people who have covid virus and don't know it or whatever mm-hmm. if they get the flu then all their hacking and coughing and sneezing is going to be mixed in with the with covid and it's just a, it's going to become a mess it already is like numbers are already increasing again so uh worldwide that is. Yeah, so um, in georgia yeah so i don't plan to go home yet um if i do it would have to be, um, it's probably going to end up being like a social distance type mm. visit uh, where we just visit outside or whatever and speaking for them for however long. And But I don't think we're going to, like, I don't think we're going to have a family dinner for mm. either holiday, you know, for either Thanksgiving or um, Christmas. I never go home for Christmas anyway. So I'm thinking more so Thanksgiving
0: because
1: mm. uh, I'm always here singing something. But then again, um, this year. you
0: still have your gigs i do see socially right. distanced concerts happening mainly with solo yes. artists so i don't know how that works with like an ensemble thing
1: yeah so we're still we're still moving forward with performing um obviously performance uh, requests have been drastically lower mm-hmm. <laughs> um mm-hmm. just just the nature of what's going on um but we still have some requests in there that we're gonna fulfill. Um, we even have some virtual requests that we're gonna fulfill. Oh,
0: good. yeah. Yeah,
1: so they were requesting that, um, but it won't be, it won't be anywhere near as busy as it's been the last three years. Right. So, it is what it is. We're just gonna move with it and try to adapt, and um, and see what happens. But for now, I do plan on, you know, whatever gifts they give us, I plan on performing them. Just because this group, for those who don't know, I'm in a group here in Houston. They've been around for 40 plus years, like 45 years or so. And so every year it's been the same. I I would be remiss if we had to miss a season um, and, you know, miss out on, um, you know, perform for clients who've had them for four years.
0: Now, let me ask you this and not to be like Debbie Downer, but, you know, there was that choir where, was it in Texas? Where everybody got coronavirus real bad. And they were like, because yeah. of the singing, are y'all doing like a socially distanced, for okay
1: wow yes we are so like even the perform, like even where we'll be like how we'll be singing Mm -hmm. is distance yeah and um with masks because we actually learned that yes i know we actually learned that (laughs) so resonance won't be great Mm -hmm. um we have the, gonna be I doing have, a, like a lo-fi choir thing <laughs> so, like, it's just like, pretty much it might have a cool effect it, it, pretty much it, it, it has to be really intimate um, in terms of like what we'll be singing and whatnot so um, and we actually the mass sound is actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be I was like let's just try it and let's just see and I was like I can I can hear everybody's harmony very. How's your clearly breathing is fine. So there's these things you can purchase uh, on Amazon that keeps the mask away from your mouth. Oh, okay. so you don't like mm-hmm. so you know, if you breathe in heavy, sometimes that mask kind of yeah, sucks that's, back that's on you. that's
0: Exactly what I was yeah. wondering, like, how, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So I forget what they're call, but um, I'll send them to you. But they have mm-hmm. these, it's like, just a little plastic thing kind of pushes the mask away. But it just allows you to breathe, talk everything like normal. Um, so I, oh, wow. I, I was like, well, let's try to use that and see if that works. And it just kind of it goes like right over. It fits in a way where it's not like uh, obstructing your ability to speak. So um, so we're going to try that and see if that works. And if it doesn't work, then we'll try something else. You know, like <laughs> we just keep trying. Let um, me ask
0: you this. How have you felt personally in regard to. Like. being Well because actually I don't know but a lot of people are very isolated right now hey are you isolated like or are you trying to see your friends in safe and safe kind of configurations or are you isolated like how have you felt um in general with like you know just because I don't think we're designed to be isolated in this way um Mm -hmm. yeah so
1: but yeah (laughs) Yeah. so I think So here, not to put all my business out there either. (laughs) For those of y'all like, ooh, let me see what he gonna say. No. So I think that, so I have been very anxious about a lot of things. So I usually feel like if I'm in a situation where, um, and not to say this is any better than having a full, well, no, it probably is better than having a full blown house party. But (laughs) if I'm in a situation where my friends want to go out and have a, a few drinks and we're at a table you know there's four of us we're at a table and we're all pretty far far away from each other i'll do that like i really i have no problems doing that um if someone asks me to come to a house party with 15 other people and they have a you know 800 square feet it's not gonna happen mm. because there's just there's a difference between me sitting outside on a balcony on a um, patio with my friends having a drink and we're all distance mm. versus being indoors where the risk is higher mm. in a house party full of 15 people, I don't know. So mm. I, I, I use my best judgment in that regard. Is any situation better than the other? Mm. Technically, yes, but mm. <laughs> technically it's still a risk no matter what you do. So the most activity I've done really is I go play tennis regularly. Um, and that's because again, we're far apart. I would say that's like the best sport you could do. Like, for- it really is. It's yeah. super low risk. Um, and then I, so I have been going to work, uh, because we were required to come back. So the, the kids I, are back too, or just y'all. So there, so everything in Texas right now is happening in phases. Mm-hmm. So what that means is, um, so some teachers went back earlier than others. Um, there are still some teachers who are not back yet who are teaching kids 100% online. And then, um, but some teachers went back earlier And there were like a small percentage of students that went the ones who needed teachers the most. So Mm -hmm. like you think about your special populations, Mm -hmm. your, um, you know, your 504 children, things like that, who need someone there to help them learn a concept. So they were the, some of the first ones to go back. Um, There are some more students on campus, but I think we're only at about 40, 35%. Oh, um, like, of students who are on campus and all the other students are online. So it's been very stressful. I have to say, (laughs) as a, anybody who's an educator right now, I feel you. And I feel for you. It's hard enough under normal circumstances. It is. And so when you add in the element of virtual learning, and then you add in the element of hybrid learning, because some of us are teaching students who are in person and online at the same time, Mm. it is hard right now. And, We have to think of things like common assessments uh, and testing and all that stuff like how is that going to work for students who are not on campus. Will we ever be able to open up 100% honestly I don't think any school in this area needs to Um, Mm -hmm. just because I know that. and, And this has happened recently to several high schools where they've reopened and had to close down immediately because of covid <laughs> like mm-hmm. students or mm-hmm. or staff testing positive so i just don't i don't think it's the right time but we can't control it because this is coming from the top this is coming straight from the government and this is what states need to do and then that's what we have to do otherwise if we don't do the thing that they re- require of us we don't get funding mm-hmm. and if you don't get funded you don't have a school. So it's mm. just like, so what do you do other than what they tell you to do, which is just so dumb. I <laughs> right. Right. No, I'm not. And I'm not even talking about like my schools, administration mm. or anything, just no, I'm thinking I, about I my, know, our really, government. Yeah,
0: yeah. I completely get it. These
1: people who have these jobs and have never worked in the field. Like, Nope. I just don't get it. But, um, but we're doing everything we can to keep kids safe. Um, And then you do have to, I'm more so worried about students being students. Like they, they will try you. in terms of like the the pandemic and whatnot, I'm like, okay, so listen, there's a reason why you can't get up and walk around the classroom. Mm -hmm. You can't, like you have to come in and you're literally in that seat, not sitting down for the entire day, but you have to stay, like when you come Mm -hmm. in this room, you cannot move locations. You can't do anything. You have to go to your seat and stay there. You can't commune with your friends. You can't go over here, throw something in the trash when you feel like it. You just can't mm-hmm. do that anymore. It's mm-hmm. not the same environment. Um, so you, so everything has to be done a certain way. Otherwise, we run the risk of having to shut down mm-hmm. again. And shutting down the school is not going to be easy. And we have to phase in again. Like, that's stressful for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel bad for them because they're, you know, they won't – this is – they're gonna remember this for the rest of their lives. Obviously, <laughs> like this is—it's a lot uh, to deal with. Um, on I a whim.
0: How it's gonna affect the quality of kids' education, like around the, the world? Like, are we gonna have a generation of kids who are kind of? I mean, it might just be a total of a couple years, and you can make that up. But oh, yeah. like, I wonder what the long term effects are gonna be for their education.
1: Yeah, I feel like it will affect kids of color. Black kids a lot um, a lot more than it will their white counterparts, okay. just because you know money and, and, and technology alone makes there's a huge gap. There's a huge gap between your richest neighborhoods with these amazing schools and your poor neighborhoods with schools who are really, really just trying, you know so because of that technology gap, now granted, all of our students have a computer. We're one to one for high schoolers, so yeah, um, school
0: issued computers.
1: Yeah, well,
0: you bet. Oh, damn, I, New Orleans. We had could to. Never. Like maybe we New had Orleans, to. Say that New Orleans might do it now. I don't know, but when we was growing up, I can't imagine that New Orleans would have been able to do that
1: for us. It had right. happened when I was growing up in school. Yeah, I mean, I really, I think it, it could have been done for us.
0: Books. That was you that's a books. problem. Yeah, right. you know, so even getting books can be an issue. Getting a freaking laptop. Yeah. What about Wi-Fi? Are you giving them like any like? Cause I know they all I'll, have hotspots. There are there um there are people who didn't have hotspots, or whatever, and they were trying to use like like the mom's cell phone, and you yeah. know, and you know, or sitting outside of a McDonald's or whatever. Um, but they all have
1: hotspots. So we we issued laptops. Well, I those who need them because I got like, a lot of yeah. Those who them. needed them, right? Of course. So any student who was in need, who needed either, because you could they, could, they could also use their own, like, laptops and computers if they wanted to, mm-hmm. uh, but for, for students who needed uh, hotspots, we provided those through Comcast as well.
0: One thing I'll give, um, Houston, wait, sorry, we can cut this out if you don't, do people know or not know? The they city? know where I am. Okay, okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm in Houston, y'all. <laughs> yeah,
0: I didn't want to, like, no, it's thing, cool. you know, a lot of my family lives in Houston now, too, so when I visit them, I try to see DeMarcus when I go out there, but... Um, whenever the hell that's gonna be, I don't, I don't know now. At this point, but just... y'all economy is like that, like that. So I'm, I'm really, cause I, <laughs> if you're from New Orleans, you know what I'm talking about. Like growing up in like the going to school in the '90s and early 2000s, we barely like with our school system kind of imploded as I was graduating. The state had to take over. So this stuff, yeah. about you get a house... like we barely. <laughs> like <laughs> you was lucky to if you could get if you had a book like I, you know so it it was, yeah. it was a thing so like yeah it, it was in the teachers was barely getting paid so i've really been impressed by houston and their school system like i have family members i have a lot of educators in my family and the ones who work in houston are like yes especially compared from to new orleans mm-hmm. we get they, they they live well and I, i'm, I I'm impressed the,
1: the pay here okay so like I used to always be worried about wanting to be an educator. Yeah yeah. Were like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> were like, is it worth it? Damn, I don't know if I can do But then I saw what they were paying me. I was like, teachers get paid this here? Oh, shit. This, I can do oh, that. Yeah. That ain't, no, that ain't <laughs> yeah. no problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get it, because I taught at a boarding school from what I now <laughs> realize was a time when they were really properly funded because I heard things have changed. But I taught at a boarding school at a time when I was like, I'm a teacher. Let's see what the salary is looking like, or whatever. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so there are moments like if you teach yes. it in certain cities or certain schools, you can it could be pretty nice. Like I heard, yeah. like Las Vegas, I think also is really good.
1: It is, yeah, Las Vegas is nice.
0: Yeah, so they pay out the wazoo for taxes for it, but like you get paid nice, and the schools are like really nice, some of the nicest. But Houston, mm-hmm. I've been really impressed to have like nieces and and nephew now he's so young i don't even know if he's really in like school school but i've just seen like the kind of classes they have and like learning japanese and the kind of art classes i'm yeah. like y'all get to y'all school is like y'all have a campus
1: right our campus, <laughs> the like, what? like y'all got buildings here, there, like a, every
0: what? school what in the city, the same state. Like we all use the same place to have our games. Like these places, you gotta, you gotta track, you gotta. What? Like, we, <laughs> we had like the gymnasiums, like right. the cafeteria, you, know, <laughs> you, know, you know, like <laughs> we put a stage out in the cafeteria. <laughs> our cafeteria <laughs> was where we had dances, was where we had gym, was where we had um assemblies was like it was a multifunctional like <laughs> like it was it was a it was a whole thing so when i was always amazed with like seeing how my nieces i was like y'all school i could go to college here like y'all right. like, y'all got a <laughs> right. campus like whoa okay yeah. um can't relate like i don't know because i used to think schools like that were just on tv growing up because mm-hmm. yeah because and and i, and I yeah, went to one just... of the better schools in new orleans so yeah. And it was still like one of the better public schools. So um, McDonald 35, in case anybody cares. But um, we didn't have the kind of, we had great teachers, but we didn't have the kind of facilities that like, we, like our stuff was like an abandoned firehouse. Like it was not. Mm, damn. It was, yeah, It wasn't <laughs> like, and they, they, they recently, after Katrina, they ended up building a new building and it's much nicer. But mm-hmm. I went to the one on Kellerek Street for anybody who knows. I know we have some viewers who, um, or some listeners uh, maybe some viewers now too, but some listeners who, um, if you're on Patreon, but some listeners who are from New Orleans, so they know what I'm talking about. But I- I'm ha- I'm happy for you because like y'all, if y'all don't know, Demarcus teaches his ass off, and um, Oof. Uh, you better than me because I <laughs> <laughs> I actually
1: love these kids. I love them to death. Like I, I, they they amaze I, me every day. Like actually, let me show you something.
0: You have you have the gift because like. I tried to, um, I thought it going to go up in there like Michelle Pfeiffer and Dangerous Minds. I thought, I'm going to help you all. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a good experience. Like my a lot of my students have gone to college and stuff by now and graduated and and, and we're still, we still keep in touch. So it was great, but I just can't, I can't break in a, a new class because it's like, I feel like the initial phases are the hardest. It, it, it can be. And you have to set the tone for like what kind of, um, you know teacher you gonna be, but also I was I was mad young and inexperienced, so I had like a bit of a learning curve. I feel like you know what the hell you're doing at this point, so
1: yeah yeah, I feel like i'm i I'm that first year, oof. <laughs> <laughs> but I no, I had a student I was um you know so the unit that we're in right now, I'm teaching them about um we're doing songwriting oh dope. as if Yeah as if I write songs, but I was like, oh, <laughs> well, you know, I can walk it through, did, you know. it's <laughs> hard on yourself, but yeah. But I am hard on myself about it. Um, and so we're doing songwriting, and so I played – well, before then, they had to learn how to um, – they had to learn about song form, mm-hmm. like what pop song the form is, you know, A, B, A, B, C, B, mm-hmm. whatever. And so I had them listen to Alicia Keys' No One and tell me what the form was
0: because
1: mm-hmm. uh, it was one of those – Normal pop songs, but then one of the students she was like, "Mr. Bowles, your class inspired me," and so I drew this picture of Alicia Keys. This girl can, this girl can draw. Oh, I dang. was like, "Holy shit, she's dang. a she's like a tenth grader." And she also leveled like, her up a little bit. No, no, let me stop.
0: I'm purely joking. Alicia Keys is, beautiful. But, uh, but but I had to. But um, but no, that's that's that really was funny.
1: Good. That's <laughs> really
0: good. That's and I was that, like, yeah. if
1: it takes music to inspire students to pull out the, all of their other talents, baby, let's do it. Like, you know, I'm all I feel like it I comes from in the, the network, same girl.
0: energy bar of mana or whatever. Like whether like most creatives I know, like I draw. Like I was supposed to go to art school before I ended up pursuing music. I was I was accepted into uh, School of Visual Art in New York, Cooper mm. Union, and uh, Pratt. And some to say Parsons and Pratt. And so like, it's most people I know, if you're, if singers, they either write or they dance or they do visual art or they, or they do poetry or they, you know, it's, it's, I feel like that, that it's the, it's the, the, you you draw it all from that same source. It's almost like different types of magic, you know, so I look at it. So if you're, it's kind of pretentious when people to me say like, as a creative, but it it really is a thing. Like it really is. Like if you're a creative I wouldn't be surprised if that same student also has a significant musical talent. Cause it's just kind of normal. She's a very
1: good, so she's learning all this stuff for the first time. I, you know, all of them are for the most part. Um, and I've been doing, so I haven't, I'm usually teaching choir, but uh, obviously I'm not doing that because they're virtual and I can't, Right. can't do it. But uh, so I've been doing music appreciation slash music theory with them. Mm. And so they've been learning, you know, about like, uh scales and key signatures and all the hard shit for kids this age Mm -hmm. that can be a little difficult uh but she's really good with it so i was like you're a creative (laughs) i know know you have you have all these talents so i'm trying to inspire her and just say hey never stop drawing i know right (laughs) i was like never stop drawing never stop and i have a, a lot of students like that with music stuff it's like they just get it and i'm like wow interesting I need to know what to do with y'all when we get back to campus. <laughs> so. There are certain
0: patterns and certain concepts that I think like once you learn them in one modality or one medium, you can apply to other stuff. Like I feel like as I've grown as a singer and a vocalist and a musician, I've grown as a visual artist and vice versa.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: um, and I have friends who dance who say who dance and sing and say that it's very similar. Like if yeah. you find more freedom and more facility in one aspect, it informs the other stuff that you do. And it That's seems like it's them. just a thing that happens. Yeah. So it's something yeah. I've observed. Um, so <laughs> non sequitur. Speaking of weed, from if we go back, I try to new deodorant and I smell like I've been smoking. That's where I have it. It's got, <laughs> I is it like it.
1: green forest? Oh, yeah. Okay, like yeah it's because yeah, it's, it's got,
0: every time I'm like, I, I don't smell bad. I just have the faintest smell of like, it's like, who's smoking? And it's like, is it me? So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. some of y'all follow me on social media you know I've done like a, a natural deodorant journey. Not that I have any particular problem. I just I just was reading about the horrors of like, you know, standard yes. deodorant, which works perfectly fine for me. I didn't mm. get cancer or anything from it, but I was like, let me explore the natural kind of thing. Yeah. And I figured that um, in part because with COVID, I could try other stuff out with minimal risk of like, if it goes awry, I can easily just wash up and just reapply apply a different, you know, but, you know, if I had to truly, the I mean,
1: yeah, if it, if it ain't working, I mean, just make yeah. sure you carry extra bar around. Because so. <laughs>
0: right, right. it's funny, though, it was like months ago, but a lot of people gave suggestions and I couldn't try them all at once. So I was like, I still have like like one or two left. Let me just try this one. Let's see. And I realized this one has me sound, smelling like weed. So I'm like, OK, wow. you know, just some people may like that, maybe into that sort of thing. So, um, you never know. There's something for everybody.
1: I keep telling y'all that. (laughs) (laughs) Truly something for everyone.
0: Well, "Mm." time would buy fast as a vlog. But let's join the conversation. So, I'm curious, y'all watching, y'all listening on whatever platform you may be watching or listening on, um, what has been your experience with COVID? How are you holding up in terms of um, your mental health? Like, what are you doing? Because this is so isolating. And it can be very anxiety-inducing. Mm-hmm. So, and it's funny, I just feel like I should say this. So recently I posted on social media about people conflating um, mental health dis- issues with basically character flaws, which I don't like, because I'm someone who' suffered from legit PTSD, like actual panic attacks, right. and yeah. also from um, an eating disorder, like legit, like clinically. And so, so there are some people, like literally like two people, were like, are you trying to say uh, mental health disorders don't exist? that's preposterous no what I was saying was don't throw that up every don't trivialize it every time you're having a bad day or say yeah like people use it as a joke almost and that's Mm -hmm. what I was like people like using it to like be dismissive and almost like it's invoked like anxiety my anxiety and it's like you know there are people who really like legit have like have anxiety yeah like yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like this trivial but um all people are people <laughs> and anxiety is something that anyone can feel and I feel like maybe more than ever in recent history there's a lot of reason to feel it being so like every time you go out you could possibly be met with some kind of deadly disease because yeah. even though most of us will survive yeah. we hear these stories of Somebody people who might are young and healthy and that yeah. something go wrong, or they they were like I'm the reason why my parent died or whatever it's crazy yes. and you're isolated so what are you doing to manage it like how are you handling it and or are you seeing friends and not being so sequestered and you're just doing it safely um or are you one of those people who just feel like oh i just think it's all over exaggerated and inflated doesn't exist um That's just wrong. (laughs) I'm gonna say if if you are one of those people, I
1: suggest keeping that to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, you
0: might. might. I take that part back to my own because I I think at the very beginning, (laughs) I just want to point out at the very beginning, I was one of those people who was like, maybe black people. I didn't know any black people personally who were affected, it seemed to just be white people. I was like, Mm -hmm. maybe. Um, the ancestors have fought back, and you know <laughs> this, is a, this is a plague visited upon you know. <laughs> like, and it, found the
1: gene, like, you know. <laughs> may,
0: maybe the comeuppance is it, but um, but I know, but but all jokes aside, I know several people from my hometown who are one parent less because of because yeah. of this. So it, that's what brought me back down to earth. Where like five of my friends, um, from growing up, they each, each lost a parent. And some of them were hospitalized, they didn't die, but some of the younger people were hospitalized and really yeah. went through. And um, I was like, oh crap, this is really, cause you know, New Orleans, it hit right after Mardi Gras. So all these people yeah, coming oh, yeah. in close, close. So it was like, Froom. so it hit really hard. And by the time it was in the, public, uh, in the public eye, people were already in the thick of it. So I know yeah. it's a real thing. And like I said, my father, and I put that out there, not trying to put, you know, how black people are, don't put all the business out there. I just want people to know it's real. My father is dealing with issues that his doctors are like, this is COVID related because he's got random symptoms that don't really make sense, but that do make sense in the scope of what's happening with COVID and, you know, right. getting out of that. Yeah. So I just want people to know that it's real. I think sometimes our silence, like we talked about last podcast, I think sometimes being silent about everything and being so private about everything, does is a, a disservice when we can learn from each other's experiences. Absolutely. So you ain't got to tell I people, agree. you know, what your OnlyFans is. Right. You know, well, actually, if you have an OnlyFans, you should tell them what your OnlyFans is. So cool. that way they can follow it. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, so and purchase a subscription. <laughs> Eric EricXXX2R7. No, but. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but um, you know, type it in. No, um, yeah, so tell us what you think. Uh, Dierre, I call you both things. It depends on how I'm feeling. But do you, which, do you have any closing remarks? That you want to offer
1: no I, I want to hear too and and if you are an educator i would like to hear what your experience has been like mm. uh, over the mm. last couple months cuz i can talk for days about mine uh, but it would have to be a closed off private <laughs>
0: right.
1: you can't download this video type <laughs> it of
0: conversation to be a safe space <laughs> a safe
1: space yeah super yeah, space cuz i love my job right, <laughs> thank for you
0: real. I, I feel you, yes, yes. (laughs) So leave your comments and we'll be chatting with you later y'all. Indeed. So I'm going to keep it recording actually for the sake of possible bonus footage. I got to get in on um, Patreon and actually interact with some people. Same, I I haven't done it. But I see that slowly the people are increasing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick you and Michael up. I I've, I've been really sidetracked by life. I need to get it together Listen. and get and get the and get some of the guests cuz I know we're going to do guests um going forward. I know a battery of people I just have to send out the request <laughs> to, to these people and mm-hmm. see what we see what we can do. But um but yeah. So that's that's that. I don't have any pr- Oh, I'll share this with you. Um I've really learned a lot about the um, this probably should have been the podcast but I learned a lot about the SARS thing um, the, oh, uh, yeah. from the Niger- so I have Nigerian students who let me know how real it is I didn't realize what they were dealing with Th- these students mm-hmm. don't aren't in Nigeria at this present moment but they had stories about being stopped with their cell phones and having um, these, these SARS people like the special I forget what it's called. robbery what, whatever but having these, yeah. po- these kind of this police force basically stop them with the phone and say log into your bank wire me the money right now. That's crazy. Wow. And so like stories like that. And so I was like, oh, this is really, wow, I didn't, I didn't realize. And it's kind of made me more real. And these are black people. And it's just kind of, and a lot of my uh, mishaps with police have been black police officers. It's just <clears throat> kind of that absolute power corrupts absolutely thing. It just seems yep. like we have to find a different way. I know the same thing's going on in Paris. It seems like it doesn't matter where you are, even what the race of the officers are, whether they're Asian, black, white,
1: whatever. It's just that same mentality. It's
0: like, it's like people just aren't designed to handle it generally. So it's like either they has to, there has to be way, way, way more training and better funding. And I don't know how true this is, but something I was told too was that part of the reason I didn't see this in the news. This was told to me by a student who's Nigerian Mm -hmm. and they're, I don't want to put them on blast but they're very connected. I'll put it like that. So this is someone who I have, I don't have any reason to doubt what they're saying um and they were saying that part of the problem is that um and this might be public news by the time you're watching this i haven't seen it posted but the at first sars was doing a a relatively decent job they were doing good in the world right then they they stopped paying them because the politicians are so corrupt Mm, and that they didn't just randomly start screwing with people but when they took the money away then they started robbing people in part to kind of survive and then just they just got evil with it because it became we just Second can't, nature. We can't handle it. <laughs> Obviously right. as human beings, we just clearly cannot. So um, it's, it's crazy though. And they, and they, and also like, I know people who work, I'm trying to watch, how I say it. I know people who work in government kind of through a degree of separation in Nigeria. And mm-hmm. they're saying that like the, they're trying to act like it's just not happening. So some of the government officials who, who can affect change, they're being told, oh, no, everything's fine. There's no, it's, there's nothing. And so they don't, a lot of people are being kept in the dark. And, and these videos people, I'm seeing on
1: Twitter are like, clearly sometimes that's not the it's case.
0: willful ignorance. Cause I was telling yeah. one, of my, um, one of my friends who's from Nigeria, they were like, yeah, you know, one of so-and-so who works in government, they saying that they don't know what's going on. I was like, bullshit. Like I, I know, I, cause they were like, you know, they, they told me that they don't think there's any violence happening. I was like, that's some bullshit. Cause I know from Twitter, that there are people like getting attacked and, and, and dying people getting not just attacked, people getting murdered. Yeah. So like, what the hell? So I don't know. People suck no matter where you are. But, but, uh, but I asked him, I'll say this cause I, I feel like I want to, sh- this is important to share. I asked him like, what can we do? Should I give money? Like, I, I feel like, I feel that this must be what white people feel like sometimes when they try to, I was like, I don't know how to like, I was like, I don't want to ask how you to respond educate to it. me. Like, yeah. I'm like I'm asking you to educate me, ask you how to do it. Like, I know I can look up stuff, but since you're from there, like i this is happening now. Like as much as you can feel willing to share, um, like, how can I help? And they were like, honestly, Nigeria does not like the spotlight on them in this way. So just sharing mm, about okay. it. So like, it's like, it's more powerful than you might think. And I've since found out there are places you can give to, but he was like, just the spotlight is what's going to put that pressure on him. The part of why this has yeah. been able to thrive is that it's been operating under cover of darkness. And so you drawing everyone's attention to it, um, you not, not being just. No, you just like, like people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like it's a powerful thing. It's, it's, not, it's not a small thing. So I was like, okay, cool, cool. So if you feel so inclined, post about it on your social
1: media. Absolutely. That's one
0: of the things that you can do.
1: And you can, yeah I did a, I put up a couple posts this past week I I had so I wasn't completely ignorant on what was happening I just didn't have like all the details Same. um because I knew there was some special force or whatever you know whatever that stands for when I first
0: saw um, it in SARS I was like oh
1: no the disease was, is bad that's, that's <laughs> the first thing I thought so, of I was like yeah. but then I was like that doesn't make sense because <laughs> I mean yes we would want to end that but this looks different. Right. And so I was like, yeah. well, let me just read a little more. And so, and like you, I have uh, um, some Nigerian friends and I started looking at their posts and I was like, oh shit. So uh, mm-hmm. this is what's actually going on. But I still didn't, like, I didn't dive into mm-hmm. like every detail aspect of it, which and I, I want to I do. I was
0: slow because I didn't want a Jesse yeah. Smollett moment. Because when I heard about Justice Smollett being attacked. I immediately posted like, "This is crazy. They should not do this to him." And then there's more details. And then it, it turns out, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. With like that homer like, Simpson. Like, oh shit! Yeah, and I know there's people who still maintain that he's that everything he said was true, based on what I've seen. I just don't. I, I don't believe that based on what I've seen. And so I didn't want yeah. another moment like that where there was even a moment where this this woman was put in jail just for trying to get her daughter into another school system. I'm like, this is saw, wrong. Yeah, it yeah. turned out that that's not exactly the reason she was also selling crack at her daughter's birthday party. And I was like, okay, so <laughs> slow, slow it down with the righteous indignation, maybe slow it down. So it's the stuff on the surface. like. Yes. So, as, uh, so I say, like, I want to talk about this. Like, wait,
1: wait. You do not even know. We need more like, we need more information.
0: Everything was giving me in, everything was serving me in night Shyamalan. <laughs> like, I, everything, I surprise. Like, surprise. I don't need no more damn like, you know, twilight zone twists. Like I don't need no more twists. Nope. Like, you know, surprise the citizens acted the once. Like so I I just had to yes. I just needed a little time to talk to some people from Nigeria and do some reading. But now that I know, um, I'm I'm speaking out, but it's, yeah. it's so it's fucked up, but in case anyone's wondering, I don't owe that, but in case anyone's wondering, like, what took you so long? I just had to be clear, because I just... Yeah, truly. Yeah, but when I saw more people I knew from Nigeria, um, than actually talking about it, than, um, or who, you know, whether they were actually, whether they're actually there now, or have, or um, in here, Canada, wherever, I was like, okay, now I get it, so thank
1: you. Yeah, it makes, it it's definitely, uh... Definitely something that needs that deserves the spotlight, mm-hmm. um, because that is just that shit. Like even them, I, I saw a couple of videos on Twitter where they were raiding the the houses that held um, or the facilities that were holding um, COVID nineteen resources mm-hmm. for citizens. I was like, that is wild. I had never seen any people like gather. And you know, the first thing I'm thinking was like, damn COVID. But You know, in my mind, I'm just like, "Oh my God, please be safe, people, please." You know, I know it's important that y'all need food, you need water and whatnot, but you know, I'm also thinking about folks getting sick and shit. So it's just so much. There's so much that our minds are just thinking about constantly right now. Like
0: one thing that's been really been on my mind lately is how how unhealthy it is. Like, I used to laugh when people say I need a trigger warning, but now I do. Like, I'm gonna tell you, I've talked about this before, but seeing Ahmad Arbery be shot. Um, it fucked me. It fucked me up for like a while. I felt like I had to thrust myself through life, but that I wasn't mm-hmm. fully present. Because you, the thing is, I don't think we. I, I just don't think we're designed for this. Are we our evolution hasn't. Cu- our biological evolution hasn't caught up to our technological evolution. Right. I wasn't ready to see someone get shot down. Like that, and I feel like I feel like I was there and I witnessed it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And same yeah. thing with looking at some of the SARS videos, seeing the people shooting to the crowd, and seeing people writhing in agony on the ground, like bleeding out. I was like, I'm not. Fuck! If we don't want to turn a blind eye, but I feel like back in the day, you used to be able to read an article, you know, <laughs> or, they would, yeah. or they would show certain footage and like kind of edit, but like never we never before have we had such unmitigated access. To the sorrows of the world yeah, and i feel like yes. like it's kind of um it's a lot and i'm like i don't because we all are still living with our own individual lives dealing with our own stuff mm-hmm. and also the fuckery here you know i'm yep. about to vote early in like a day or two
1: i just did drive through voting yesterday
0: and i'm gonna see see Blessed be Houston, because I don't think that's even like an <laughs> option. That's not. So I'm I'm about to prepare to be voterly suppressed, because like because yes. they, they, they out here in Georgia, because you know when I voted for governor, I was out there for two and a half hours.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm just getting my mind right. Um, mm-hmm. hopefully it won't be like that in the part of Atlanta I'm in. I'm hoping it won't be the case. But it's pretty whatever. But my point is, we got all this stuff here. Um, and so so we have our own stuff, and all and also what's going on in our personal lives, whatever that may be. Right. Um, but to have that on top, it's like, damn, like it's just, it can feel like, like I just want to clock out. And I think that what's mm-hmm. just an encouraging word for whoever's watching this now, um, it's okay to clock out sometimes for you. Like, I, I'm, I'm someone who wants to – I definitely have a paladin kind of spirit where I want to help everybody and save everybody and fight. But also, you can't wear yourself down to a nub. And so right. you can't do much that way. So should you feel the need to? Um, I saw you did a post on Twitter about needing to sleep. Like, I I still Damn. I think we still in a, as a society in general where we villainize that, or we see it like, oh no, like I gotta like I gotta grind, I gotta move, I gotta be productive. But sometimes you need to sleep the day away yeah. or two or yep. three, and it's it's not even like something unhealthy, it's, it's unhealthy the fact that you brought yourself to that point, probably. But part of recovery is that you've got to do it like if you if your body wants that is what it needs to do. And I, think I didn't we- fight
1: it. I didn't fight it. Dude. at all. I was like, because it was, I, I was already t- I went to play tennis yesterday, I was already tired before I went to play mm. tennis. And I was like, Okay, so I'm gonna get home, I got to do this, do this, do this. I came home, I took a shower, I ate, I lay down on this couch. And I did not move.
0: Oh, that's
1: right. I tried. So I made the mistake of trying to watch. Because I haven't finished Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to watch a couple episodes. Which we have to discuss once everybody's finished. So yeah. I'm, I will get there. I'm on episode, like, five. But I've been watching so slowly because it's just been busy during the week. Mm-hmm. But um, tried to watch those my eyes would not stay open and I, I yeah. fell asleep and the next thing I know it was six 30 in the morning. And I was like, Oh shit. So I fed the cats and I went back to sleep until 10 30. I was, I was just tired. I feel so much better right now. but I get it. I feel like just... I've had those
0: moments where for various reasons I've gone and maybe didn't even feel tired at first. And then it suddenly hit me. And after I slept, I was like, Oh, I could think clearly again. I didn't realize, I think sometimes we can get good at operating, at like a very low tank, yeah. And um, and I feel like society kind of, society in general kind of encourages that. Mm-hmm. And I, I see yeah. it slowly starting to change, but um, it's still something I'm trying to undo in myself. Like it's not a badge of honor to push yourself to the limit, Eric. Like it's okay to right. go to sleep, right? Like just so I'm learning that it's yes. just um, it's it's an important aspect of health. But I used to look at sleep as something to be to be defied, you know. And I used to pride myself on the fact that I got such little sleep, you know yeah yeah so, yeah. so but especially back when i was in like the industry like in gonna think of it as an artist um just like just just grind just keep going 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 and so like now i'm like actually i'm gonna go my ass to sleep
1: right gonna... i was like i yeah. need rest for real <laughs> right yes. right now and that's that's what's happening today for real so, for real yeah. so we're gonna get the shit done i was like well all the work i put off yesterday well not put off but i fell asleep on we'll get done <laughs> this week sometime and then the things that have to be done by tomorrow they'll get done too maybe we'll Mm. see (laughs) we will see (laughs) for real i feel you yeah so yeah all right folks let us know what's up (laughs) let us know the deal we 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 want to we like talking to you obviously yeah and if you
0: and if you're watching this uh Thank you for being a patron and, and absolutely and supporting us. And I know what I'm going to do is um, try, if you, I need to get in there and see the comments. I'm not patron. Patreon is still new for us in this way. Yes, it is. You're watching this, yep. So I'm not in the habit of getting onto Patreon and responding to people, but I will, it's something that I do plan to do. So leave comments, let us see um, what you think and, um, and interact with us. I'm looking forward to, Chatting with y'all in the comment section. I wonder and, if there's a
1: way yeah. for those comments to come to our emails or something. I have to figure it out.
0: Probably, we'll uh,
1: yeah. I don't know. Because yeah. Like I
0: said, I, I still don't even. And I, I have a Patreon page that has like no content on it because I'm still right. trying to do like a my vocal coach thing or my it might be vocal coach plus singer plus just Eric. I I don't know. But I'm um, still trying to do that crap. Um, yeah, and it is. It's a lot, so I still don't know it what's is. going on. Yeah. It sure is. You young <laughs> folk with your ticking and your talking and your... <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. We are out. The air. I will holler at you later. Hello. Have a good evening. You too. bye